Look, I know it's rainy and dark outside and it's that cloud cover that's really low and makes it feel like it never really gets light all day. But come outside anyway, because um, not only will you feel so much better, but also I have something to tell you that may change the way you look at the sky for the rest of your life. You ready? Welcome to Tales of Winter Enchantment, a podcast that invites you to wrap up warm and step outside with daily voice notes from me, Agnes Becker, throughout December, right up until the winter solstice. When we head outside sometimes during this time of year, there is that kind of cloud cover that just seems utterly endless and nondescript. It's kind of grey everywhere. <laughs> it's a cloud known as Nimbostratus, which I discovered through, and I was so overjoyed that this existed, the Cloud Appreciation Society. They have a whole cloud library on their website that you can um, check out and get to know the clouds above your head. I love their description of the poor old uh, Nimbostratus, which was, Nimbostratus gives its fellow clouds a bad name. This thick, grey, featureless layer of cloud often extends over hundreds of square miles and produces seemingly unending precipitation. When viewed from below, Nimbostratus lacks any discernible features other than the dark shreds of cloud known as panis, which lurk in the rain-soaked air under, under its indistinct base. Yes, yeah, so of the promise of rain, and I got this from a really lovely set of... Um, cards um, called cloud spotters I'll put a link in the show notes to it I'm not there's no affiliate or anything they're just really lovely I, I think they were written by someone from the cloud appreciation society and they've got little pictures on each on one side beautiful watercolors and then a little bit of information about the cloud on the other side so Nimbostratus that's where what we're standing under today and actually whilst I'm recording this in my local park it is it, we have got that cloud cover um, but I was thinking here in the UK in particular there have been so many days that I've spent under these kind of clouds and when I reflected on that I don't know I thought it felt kind of comforting it can feel a bit the featurelessness of it all and the monotony of it all can sometimes feel a bit um, bleak but actually when I thought about it I just thought oh, throughout my whole life I must have spent hundreds of days under these kind of clouds um, and yeah I just wondered uh, maybe there, there's something quite comforting there Another thing I learnt earlier this year for a spring equinox day retreat that I ran, I ran it online but you could do it from home, was about how the air that I'm breathing right now, how it came to be in this area. How does air circulate around the globe? When you think about it, air is amazing. It, um, it defies all boundaries and um, national borders. So when we think about environmental justice, you know, often the, the really polluting factories and so on are plonked in very de deprived areas. But actually, when you think about the, the air circulating around the whole globe, in the end, we all get affected by it. It's all connected. There's also something really beautiful about that as well, to think that maybe the, the air that I'm breathing, who else does it pass through? 
over which oceans has it travelled, through which rooms has it circulated. It's quite an incredible thought. And as I was looking into kind of how the air circulates around the, the globe, I came up with this, I found this um, phenomenon called the Coriolis effect, which kind of blew my mind. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. So it's, <clears throat> it links to how the Earth is um, spinning around, the, around its axis, around the sun. And if you think about it, if you imagine a ball and it's kind of spinning on its axis, the, if you put a point right at the top of the ball, um, it would spin quite slowly to get back to the same point compared to a point right in the middle of the ball, like the equator. It would have to whiz around pretty fast to get back to the same point. And because the um, land then in, the, in this central part, part the equator, whizzes around much faster, it kind of pulls the air along with it. Um, and I'll put a link in the show notes to this really incredible video of air circulation around the globe where you can see in the middle band, in the equator, the air kind of being pulled in one direction. And that leaves these kind of swirls, clockwise and anticlockwise swirls above and below, I can't remember which way around now. Um, that means the air swirls swirls around in that direction, and that affects how the air moves around the globe, as, along with also the heat. You know, there's there's really hot air rises and cold air sinks, so that all plays a role in it as well. And here in the UK, we're kind of at a boundary, I think, between a couple of different weather regions or um, atmospheres atmospheric regions I don't know quite what you'd call it so we've got the the polar the polar region at the top and then I think tropic region region underneath but anyway when they come together it kind of creates this quite changeable weather which is why us Brits talk about the weather a lot (laughs) but I just thought this was so incredible how um the way that our air circulates the globe is because we are on a planet in the middle of space spinning around and around and then orbiting the sun as well. Just that reminder of perspective, um, that when you just take that moment to really try and understand what's around you, takes yourself out of this kind of very um, human-centered way of looking at the world into, um, yeah, a really deep perspective of what it is to be alive on this earth and how precious our atmosphere is. Without the atmosphere, we wouldn't be here. The the spring retreat, equinox retreat I ran was called Beneath an Ocean of Sky. And that's exactly it. We're at this bottom layer, the densest area. Um, The air gets less dense the further up you go into space and it protects us from the ravages of space. So today's um, activity is to head outside and just take a look at the clouds and maybe spend a bit of time trying to identify what they are. And to give thanks, spend a bit of time breathing deeply, breathing in that oxygen and imagining where the, um, the air has traveled from. I have a beautiful fact for you that in a deep lungful of air, you breathe in more air molecules than there are stars in the visible universe. Which is quite an amazing thought. And if you enjoyed this episode, this voice note, please subscribe to the podcast and share with others who you think might enjoy it. Um, if you have a moment, please do leave a review, it really helps. And 
in the Enchant Your Winter gift list, you'll see I have a beautiful winter stargazing adventure pack there, which you can download, print off and take with you into your garden or if you have a south facing window you can sit there and look out as well and look at the stars and when you see the stars twinkling that is the atmosphere having an effect on the light coming through down to earth from the stars and I've never felt more grateful for our atmosphere as when I'm stargazing because you realize once all of the blue of the scattered sunlight has gone and you're staring straight into the blackness of space um, without that protection, we'd be in that kind of that void there. So yes, our atmosphere is so precious. Stargazing has really changed my experience of winter. Winter is a great time to go stargazing because the Earth is in the northern hemisphere is tilted away from the Milky Way, which sometimes um, clouds a little bit the stars you can see. And it's such a lovely thing to do with your family as well. Um, if you have a Lucky enough to have a fire pit, I've yet to get one. You can um, you know, make your hot chocolate, get out lots of warm blankets, sit outside in your garden, in the comfort of your home. So you know, if anyone gets miserable, they can go straight back inside. Um, and you can sit there together and watch the night sky. Um, there have been some really beautiful reviews from um, people who've bought this adventure pack in the past um, about how it's really changed their, their experience of the night sky. Um, and I'd love that for you too. And this year, very special, in um, February, I've also added into the um, price a, um, a live night sky nature journaling project. So everyone who's bought the pack, everyone who's in my membership and in my um, Rewild Your Soul year-long experience, we'll all come together and we will share our experiences of looking at the night sky from across the Northern Hemisphere this winter. So it'd be a really gorgeous gift for your family and for loved ones. Um, and it's, yeah, it's available now on the website. And if you yeah, get it before February, then you will be able to join in um, on the live Night Sky Nature Journaling project. And I will be back again tomorrow for another tale of winter enchantment. Take care.